0: Hello, everyone. And welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Tom. Well, we've had a busy couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, we actually did stuff that we said we were going to do on our break, which we're not on our break anymore, <laughs> but we got some stuff done. So, yeah.
0: We went to the well, field. Did.
1: We did. I went twice. The,
0: I went to, well, you went once. Well, I went once, right? I went twice. You did. It was actually kind of funny. So, the first time I had no plans on going to the field, and I right. got a text from one of our buddies and said, hey, I'm at the field. Where are you? Uh, what do you mean where am i maybe text me beforehand and say hey we're going out would you like to meet us there (laughs) or whatever um well actually i didn't have a lot of time no i didn't have any time but i had to rearrange some stuff and my wife did everything that i was supposed to do so i could go out and have some fun so very kind of her i enjoyed that um for letting ron go out and play but so there was a guy there and you're, you're a nitro guy yeah um he had i think it was is it OS-55? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So he had an OS-55 uh, and it had a tuned pipe on it.
1: 55AX, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Very nice sounding engine. Oh, yeah. I mean, like it it screamed. Yeah. Very, very fast. The plane was fast. The motor was fast. You could hear the prop even like ripping. Yeah. It was pretty cool for for mm-hmm. a plane that size. Yep. However, he had to change the glow plug after every flight. Oh, dear. Like he would try to start it up after he landed, yeah, you know, to can go up get again. It's expensive, especially now. <laughs>
1: yeah, glow plugs are not cheap. I don't know if you guys have noticed right now, but like iridium is apparently hard to get. So there's not like, uh, I mean, there's still glow plugs out there, but they're they're a little pricey. Yeah,
0: what are they up Like nine out. bucks, ten bucks? Nine to ten bucks, yeah. I remember when I started with, with cars, it yeah. was like $1.99 a piece.
1: Yeah, you could get the the McCoy mc 59s, whatever it was.
0: Yeah, for not a clue. Two, I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> two bucks a piece, but yeah, not anymore.
0: But okay, anyway. so so back to this guy. So yeah. he was running it, and after every flight, like I mm-hmm. said, he had to change it. Man, so you weren't there, right? But based on what I told you, tell me exactly what was wrong with that. <laughs> wow, exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah,
1: uh, with uh, no margin for error. Um, well,
0: no, of course not. I mean, <laughs> so, like, would it be like a, a plug that's the wrong temperature?
1: Or it it could it have been too lean? It could be. Well, it's probably what it is. It's a combination of factors. It's probably not any one factor. Okay. Um, initial impressions, and I'm, I'm familiar with the airplane and the, and the engine combination you're talking about. I've seen them fly that before. Um, and, yeah, it does rip. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it screams. Uh, it's a very fast, smooth airplane, too. Um, which has nothing to do with why the engine runs that way. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, number one, uh, he might be running it a touch lean, so it's getting hot, obviously. Uh, and number two, I think he may have it under-propped. Like, he's got it propped for max RPM, which, fine, you know, uh, at the expense of premature engine wear and, you know, obviously the changing of the plug frequently. I wouldn't think it would cause every flight, but wow.
0: Well, and I, I, once again, I was out there, saw three flights, and he had to change it after the two that he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, when I saw him change it before he flew it. So I don't know if this is normal. He didn't make it sound like it was. No, he shouldn't have
1: to change a plug after every flight. Well,
0: he didn't make it sound like it was normal for that airplane. So I don't know what would be different this time as opposed to, like, how he usually flies.
1: My guess, number one, it's, it's, uh, it's too lean. And uh, number two, I don't think he has a big enough prop. Either he needs more pitch or more diameter. And then number three, it could be the plug. Uh, if he's running, I mean, the OS55AX is a is a great engine. It's a great sport engine. It performs very, very well. Um, it doesn't require a special plug. Like an OS number eight plug should run in that engine uh, in optimum conditions for seasons, you know, on one plug. So... My guess is if he's using a number eight plug, he's probably got it too lean and under propped would be my guess. And under propping will cause, you know, too much RPM gets hot and, you know, you're causing more heat and it's just bad for
0: plugs. So if you're running an RPM that's too high, is it possible you're not getting enough fuel through there making it leaner too? Yeah. I mean, like, will it, will it turn faster than, like, the fuel can flow through or is that not a thing?
1: Well, no, the, the fuel, the limit of the fuel flow will limit RPM. Okay. Like you're not going to turn more RPM than than Why Well, I didn't know if it would like lean light. out more but it can. to go faster. But, it, but but I mean more so than leaning out, you're just making things hot. Okay. You're not giving the the oil that's in the fuel uh, long enough time in the engine to actually carry heat away with it.
0: So, and to cool it down. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's my guess. Well, that was
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, man, that thing does rip. I've I've seen it fly a few times. I don't remember him having that problem before. He may just he may just have a little you know, eighth of a turn, too much on the needle.
0: Oh, cool. So that, that was way, that was that day. I saw mm-hmm. a couple of the guys flying and stuff. And yep. like I said, I didn't take anything out because I didn't have time to do anything because I didn't yeah, know I was going. Because you didn't notice.
1: Um, yeah, you got about 10 minutes. Hey, I'm here.
0: <laughs> Where are you? Well, and originally I told him, I said, <laughs> well, I'll be out there after I do my running. Yeah. I said, I can get out there probably by noon. Right. He's like, well, that, that's what time I'm supposed to leave. He said, "I, you know, he's got other things going on. Right. So I got to be out of there by noon. Yeah. Like well, you know, shoot, let me let me see what I can do. So I ended up getting out there by eleven. I was proud of myself. That's I pretty, did pretty good, good, actually. Yeah. And he didn't leave till about one. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. But I got to see him fly. Yeah. You know, he flew three he airplanes. He had the s
1: The big one. The big one. Oh, beautiful. It
0: is. He's he's getting a lot better at it. Good landings look nice. nice. Takeoffs look
1: nice. Well, that airplane makes. I mean, they the bigger they are. Oh, yeah, you can say that. The better they fly.
0: That well, What is that one? That's a... That's a 42%.
1: No, it's not. 37, excuse me. Is it that? I think so. I didn't think yeah. it was that big. Yeah, it's a 37.
0: It's only like 107-inch wingspan?
1: Mm, uh, yeah, but I thought it was a little bit bigger. 112, I thought, but Whatever.
0: I don't, yeah, it's got, I don't remember. One,
1: it's got a DLE one eleven on it, so I mean, it's it's not a small
0: airplane. No, it's not. Okay. Oh. Um, and he had the what was that the uh, the not a rascal. What's the the blue one? You know that one better than I do. Cadet. Cadet. Yeah. With a forty six. Yeah. <laughs> that he has to fly at full throttle so it doesn't fall out of the air. Yeah. Um, and then your old Mustang, Marie. Oh, yeah, Marie. The, yeah, Marie. With the evolution. That's now, a, is that a nine or ten CC? Crickets.
1: So 8cc is what sticks in my head. It was a weird oh, yeah. It was a weird size that Evolution did for a short... It was like their smallest gasoline smallest gas one. Yeah, engine that uh, that they I think they ever made. Okay. Uh, but it always ran good when I had it, so...
0: Well, no, it ran good yeah. then, too, but yeah, excellent. there was just discussion. Nobody could remember if it was a... He thought it was 10. Somebody else said 9. I was nah. like, I have no clue. I'm pretty sure it's an 8cc. But now that you say that, that makes yeah. sense, because I think that yeah. was the smallest one they've ever made. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that was... Did he have safe mode on or off? Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: actually a really good flying airplane. Even with the safe mode off, it Mm -hmm. flies really nice. I mean, for a Mustang.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a trainer. I mean, it's not really... It's got a flat bottom wing and a little more dihedral. It's marked like a Mustang, but it's not really, you know... It's
1: kind of shaped like a Mustang. It's like a
0: cartoony Mustang (laughs) to make it fly better. Yeah, but it does fly good. Yeah, Yeah. and speaking of Mustangs, uh, our buddy also had a... That bigger Mustang that you uh, you had retuned oh, the engine yeah, on, yeah,
1: yeah, the big. Uh, I think that had a thirty-five. That has a thirty-five CC Evolution on it, GT thirty-five. Yep, or thirty-three. I think, yeah, he had something like, like that. that. Yeah,
0: single head. I mean, that thing was just like shoved in that thing. Yeah. but yeah, apparently that had been crashed before.
1: Yeah, I think he had. Uh, I think he had an issue with that. Uh, somebody had flown it, got it trimmed for him, and then he flew it. I think and the engine died over the corn. And he put it in the corn. Minor mm. damage, had it rebuilt and then I think that was his first time flying it after the rebuild, I think.
0: It was a hairy takeoff. Yeah, I mean, he it looked he like almost it went power. Huh? It, it didn't seem like it had the full RPM. Mm. But yeah, it just it sounded we, slow.
1: Yeah, we tuned that uh, a few days before in my garage which you were you were there for or you were I was
0: there after, after. But yeah.
1: Um and it seemed fine in the garage, so I don't know, we'll have to we'll have to do more. Work on that one, I think.
0: Yeah, it'll so be I'll have to
1: get him some extra power somewhere.
0: Interesting to see what RPM it's actually turning. Just maybe my ear is off. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it it, <clears throat> it doesn't or it didn't sound like it had yeah. a good speed to it. Yeah. But that's I did, all uh, I'll, by I'll be honest,
1: when we tuned it in the garage, I didn't I didn't whip out the tack to see what it was doing. But you know, by ear, it sounded normal. Yeah. So and we yeah, didn't we'll have get, one
0: with us to check either. So yeah.
1: we'll we'll get a tack on it next time uh, he and I get together and work on it, get it going.
0: That brings us to today.
1: Today, yeah. Four successful flights for me, a couple full flights for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good day.
0: It Well, yeah. I mean, yes. Okay, all things considered, <laughs> I mean, yes. we crashed. It's a good that's day. That's true. But it was windy. <laughs> it was a little windy. It was a lot windy. I mean, like for your bigger planes, like I just took out a small air tractor, so the, yeah, the, the little... e-flight air mm-hmm. tractor. So I didn't have anything that could handle it well. Right. Um, and it just, man, it got... It was hard. It did get bumpy.
1: Yeah, yeah. There towards the uh, the end of the day, there was uh, which some... is when
0: I flew. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, because it took you a while to build up the the well, courage to go fly.
0: So here's the thing, and I, I shouldn't say this, but honestly, here's the thing. So my AMA membership has lapsed. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. I thought it was the end of July that it expired, but it was the end of June. So June 30th is oh, when I, I had you know to redo I it. I think
1: mine did too. I don't think. No, I renewed mine. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Well, I try. <laughs> It took me a minute to remember. It was like, well, did I renew? I did.
0: Well, I tried to. I tried to on three different computers. No, sorry, two different computers and my phone. Yeah. Anytime I went through. You tried to. I tried to. Okay. So anytime I went through, because I signed into my account and all that stuff. Right. When you go to your cart, it showed me, you know, one year membership. Right. And I tried to do the auto renew from, you know, now on too. Yeah. yeah. And then it would go to the, to show you your page, or not your page, but your, uh, your cart. Uh-huh there was no checkout button. Like I would start to go through the checkout process and then it would get to the part where it was showing me everything, right. ask me if I had a coupon code and then there was no pay button on it. Oops. So I emailed them, haven't heard anything back. So
1: yeah, AMA, if you're listening, if anyone from AMA sure is listening, they are. You know, why, oh, wouldn't. why
0: wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah. if you're listening, uh, fix the the pay issue. We, you know, Some folks would like to renew online and if you don't make it so that they can pay you, they can't renew. Yeah. So
0: that was my, that was kind of what stopped me from being sure if I was going to fly or not. Yep. But then you're like, well, just fly as my guest. And so yeah. we, we buddied together and did it and took care of stuff. So yeah.
1: we were cool. Yep. But all yeah. the airplanes came home in one piece.
0: Well, well I mean, I mean like, they you know, we, we took them apart. To right. To put them in the, cars, them in the but. cars. But yeah,
1: <laughs> Uh no crashes. Like nobody crashed today while we were there. Mm-mm. Of course it was just the, what, three or four of us.
0: Yeah, there was four different ones that yeah. flew, which but, surprised uh, me.
1: Yeah, it was a nice day. I figured there'd be there'd be more, you know. Nice a day. It was a little day bit, after the holiday. You a little know? windy.
0: Yeah, but everybody had the day off. Well, I shouldn't say that. Most everybody had the day off. <laughs> well, Why you wouldn't can't you go speak out for everybody? Why well, said but, most? Uh, true. I fixed myself. You did. I checked myself.
1: But it was a good day. I mean, the temperature wasn't you know too bad. It was a little. It warm, was hot. But, um, <laughs> well, it was not as hot as it could be. And, the, and true. there was a little. Um, honey bee, sweat bee, things weren't out. No, not so bad that at was all. Nice, yeah. Because uh, I remember last summer being out there that one day. Man, oh
0: the bees! Oh my god! Yeah, I remember that too. That was terrible. I think we did an episode about bees. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. No, but, but today today was a good day. I flew the
1: big uh, S Bach and uh, took out the yellow stick. And like you said, you had the air tractor. It was a good day. And Bob then, was out there with his giant. Uh, he calls it the Splat Plane, mm-hmm. which is a uh, Matt Chapman. Uh, cap 580 uh, great flying airplane
0: which then you tell me you are selling all of your big airplanes Well see
1: I, I keep I'm waffling I, I can't make up my mind like so our friends have generously offered many 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 times to say hey Tom fly my fly this big airplane anytime you want to fly it come get it fly it treat it like it was yours. And you've heard them, so I'm not lying. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean... I've got- I heard
0: one guy say, I feel like this airplane is ours. Which <laughs> right.
1: Which, have at it, I don't understand right. that, yeah, but I don't, cool. But sure. yeah, cool. Um, so, you know, that got me to thinking, like, so I don't know how, how our listeners are. Like, any of our listeners that have been listening for a while, um, I mean, we've...
0: I'm, I'm sorry. You're, so, I just took a drink of my water, and it, it tastes as though it was in a refrigerator with celery. That is gross. <laughs> With celery. You know how that just smell gets into everything? when it? Yeah. yeah. Really? So that's... Okay, well, I'm glad I'm not drinking that water. Yeah, I don't know if I want to anymore. <laughs> do you want to try this one?
1: See if it's any better?
0: Yeah, sure. Throw it over. Ugh!
1: See if that one's better.
0: Nope, the same thing.
1: Really? Yeah. That's bizarre. Okay, anyway. Huh. That's really strange.
0: So anyway, you're selling your yeah. big planes, but... Yeah, so... You know, friends have offered, you know, to,
1: to let me fly their, their big airplanes anytime I wanted to. And so I got to thinking, um, before I get to that, when I go downstairs at at my house into my hobby area, the clutter is driving me nuts. We've been so busy. I haven't had time to organize or clean. And I usually do that in my area about twice a year, usually Mm -hmm. at the beginning of summer. And usually at some point during the winter when, You know, I'm in the middle of building something and I just got to clean everything so I can move on to the next step or whatever. So the clutter is so bad. Like when I walk down there, I could feel like this giant weight just like on my shoulders. Like, oh, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. But before I can do this, I got to clean this off. But before I clean this, I got to find a home for that, you know? And it's just, I hate the fact that I have to move stuff out of the way before I can go on to the next step, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. It's an extra barrier to doing something.
1: Right. And Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, when I go downstairs and I look around at the amount of work that's in front of me to do, I get somewhat, I don't want to say discouraged, but like, it's like, uh, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. So I'll just turn right around and go back upstairs and waste time doing something else. Mm -hmm. And that's not productive. No. So, and we've got a big project, you know, that, that I really, really am excited about and I want to get started on it. But before I can do that, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I have these two big airplanes, you know, I have the s box, The, the
0: trimotors is what you're talking about, by the way. Yeah. The
1: big project yeah. we got coming up. Um, <clears throat> so I have this big s box that flies wonderfully. We flew it today. Mm-hmm. And then I have another similar size Yak, which is also a great flying airplane, but they just, they, I mean, I've flown the Yak once in the last two years. And I flew the s maybe two or three times. So I don't fly them that often. I always find myself taking the smaller airplanes out because, number one, they're just super convenient. I can throw them in the back of the car. And number two, they're they they're low investment. Like if I lose one of those small ones, like, eh, you know, we'll, we'll build yeah. another one. Yeah, so I'll be what? sad or whatever, but, uh-huh. you know, I'll build another one and off we go. These bigger ones, they're just, they're more of an investment of time and money. If I can sell the two big ones... And that'll free up some space so that I can, you know, move stuff around to to get my, my space organized. And then, you know, they'll just be out of the way. I'm I'm afraid, you know, I have the, the Yak is kind of out of the way in the back of the workshop, you know, way up high, which is probably why I don't fly it because it's difficult to get out. Yeah. And then the S-Box sits on the floor. Now, granted, it's off to the side underneath my plane rack, but... Um, I'm just afraid that it's going to get kicked or the dogs are going to go down there and break something, or I'm going to drop something on it. It would just be better if it was somewhere else. So I, but I flew it today and now I want to keep it again because it flies (laughs) so good. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it went together (laughs) easy. I mean, it's not like it was was difficult to put together or take apart. Right. So I wouldn't sell it.
1: And it was easy to transport. I could transport it in, you know, this is a 50 CC, you know, sized airplane. So, you know, 30... Three percent, maybe thirty percent, whatever. Um, so it fits in my vehicle, so there's no worry
0: there. Um, those usually twenty five percent, give or take. Okay, I
1: thought. well, twenty. Okay, well, whatever those the, works out. I think it's a seventy eight inch wing, or maybe a little bit eighty, but whatever it is. Sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I keep going back and forth. You know, I could get rid of these big airplanes and then fly someone else's big airplanes, but then that's a whole other thing. You know, I crash someone else's airplane. Now I'm on the hook for.
0: You know, I would it. feel like yeah. I
1: was on the hook. You know, some people don't feel that way, but I do. If I'm flying, you know, somebody's airplane and I crash it, I feel responsible for that. So, really? Yeah. Huh.
0: <laughs> You're looking at me. Um, that's fine. Move on. No, it's okay. I mean, go ahead. You crashed one of mine. You never replaced it, but that's okay. Was that the pizza box airplane? Yeah, I missed yeah. that one.
1: Well, let's make another one.
0: Yeah, granted, it was like a $1.50 worth of foam. <laughs>
1: Well, let's make another one. I mean, it, it uh, did fly I, okay. I
0: should. It flew well.
1: Yeah. It was uh, fun. But anyway. For a big square sheet of foam, it was... Literally, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about selling the big airplanes, but then after today, after the good, you know, the good day we had, it's like, well, you know, it's really not that big a deal to move it out of the way every time. But then as soon as I, you know, it's still out in the car because we came from the field straight to here. As soon as I get home and I unload it and put it back in its storage place, I'll probably be right back where I was. But
0: here's the thing. First things first, finish the Horton. And then see, then see how you feel.
1: Yeah, and that project, boy.
0: <laughs>
1: I I'm, I get I'm it. at I'm at a point in that project where I it's a it's a part of building that I really don't Dread. enjoy. Yeah. Um, gear doors. Ugh. I mean, gear doors.
0: Well, and it's not even your airplane, which makes it, you know, there's not the interest in getting it done because it's your airplane or it's one that you wanted.
1: Well, and then like you brought up when we were at the field today, it's like I feel guilty anytime I work on anything of my own or someone else's because I feel like, well, I really ought to be working on this Horton because, you know.
0: Because I've had it for two or three years. and
1: It's been over two years now. yeah. Yeah. Dave's been great, though. I mean, he's... The the guy I'm billing it for, he's he's no pressure whatsoever, but I I feel bad for him because I've made him wait so long.
0: I mean, I'd say by the end of the decade, it probably ought to be done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your sights low. We aim for okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of doing things for other people, Mm -hmm. I had one of our listeners uh, do something for me.
0: Very nice guy. Very, very
1: nice. So I'm going to call him out by name. Okay. Uh, if that's okay with you. I don't care. Uh, his name, and uh, I apologize if I mispronounce <laughs> his last name, uh, but James Guyton, I would that, say. That's, that's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, he was kind enough. He heard our diesel engine uh, conversation, and he sent me one uh, in the mail, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I guess, uh, yeah, I, some yeah. other way.
0: UPS, maybe? UPS, I don't know. yeah.
1: But uh, anyway, yeah, he sent me an engine. I uh, said, here you go. Play with this, uh, you know, and... Don't, don't bother sending it back. I was, so, uh, James, thank you very much. I did very get the kind. engine. Yeah. Yeah, very generous. Um, and it, it's actually quite an interesting little uh, engine. I uh, did a little internet digging on it. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's it's actually called a Silver Swallow. Uh, it's a 2.47cc, which is about a 15.15 cubic inch uh, diesel engine.
0: It's pretty small. Yeah.
1: And uh, so these things were made in China. From the beginning, like, uh, I guess the, 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 from the, the beginning. Well, so there, there's a long story with this particular, um, engine, uh, or company. So <clears throat> back in the mid sixties, um, we're not sure exactly when the production began because they, they were actually came from China, um, at, you know, when the the whole iron curtain bamboo curtain thing was, you know, they didn't you didn't know what was going on in China because they, you know, wasn't like it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not really sure how far back the the design and the production of this engine goes, but it was it first appeared in the states in about 1968. Okay, and they've remained relatively, except for some small changes, unchanged from the time they were introduced in the states until they quit production in the early 90s
0: Wow yeah. so, so
1: 20 plus years of production with minimal change so that's that's it's very either telling. a good design well, or a
0: lazy design I don't know which well it could be it could be
1: both um, but if if you do a, a YouTube search and just you know silver swallow 2.47 or even silver swallow diesel you'll find people that have run these and they they appear to run okay
0: mm-hmm. actually hmm um, huh.
1: Uh, production quality varied, you know, like early production engines are like really, really, um, nice, you know, really well machined and manufactured. And then I guess, you know, as time goes on, the production quality kind of declines a little bit until another company takes over another Chinese company after the kind of the curtain fell right in the 88, 89, whatever that was. Uh, and then the production kind of went up when this other company took over and I forget what they were called then. They were still called silver swallows, but... Um, but they made them in two sizes. There was a 2.47 and a 1.6 something, I think it was. 1. Oh, 6. so this is
0: the bigger of the two?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They, they made a 0.09 version and then this 0.15. So, so when when was this one that you just got made? So best I could tell from... So <laughs> I'm going to say, like, <clears throat> there's an enthusiast out there for everything, right? Oh. Like this microphone stand. There's somebody out there that has that knows the complete history, when it was made, and they've got, like, multiple examples. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's an enthusiast out there for everything. And I found an enthusiast for these little engines uh, and a collector. And he has his own web page and very, very detailed history uh, of this particular engine, which is pretty neat, I thought. Um, uh-huh. The guy has taken a lot of his own time, and this his hobby, and he's made this whole uh, web page. It's pretty cool. But anyway... Um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that.
0: <laughs> when was it made is what Oh, I thank asked you. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, to get to that, um,
1: on this webpage, this guy did uh, like I said he did all the research and you can date the engines, like the early engines, they actually had date stamps on the mounting lug. Well, they quit that in about 1970-ish, 69-70. So there's no date marks on this engine. So it's not a pre, you know, 70 engine. So then you go to uh, the components of the engine and how they were made. So this particular engine has, so it's a diesel engine, right? So it has a compression uh, screw on the top of the head that you screw in and out, you know, to change the compression. And then to lock that screw in place, there's a um, locking lever, right? So how that lever is made, you can sort of date the engine by that. So the one on this engine is stamped steel, right? So that means it was probably made sometime between, you know, the middle 80s and the end of the production, which was 93 or four. Prior to that, that locking lever was a machined piece of round aluminum bar stock. So you can date those engines by, you know, roughly 1972-ish or whatever it was to the mid 80s when they went to the stamp steel because it was cheaper. Huh. So yeah, this one was made sometime between the mid 80s and the late '80s, because it's not a '90s model, because uh, the <laughs> I think it was the uh, thrust washer was not um, stamped and not machined. So yeah, there's a few things you can look at on these little guys to, to give you a
0: rough estimate.
1: Rough, yeah. Well,
0: there's that's... no
1: way to get an exact date because there's no date stamps on it. But yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's
0: it's that way for most most engines. It is. I mean, yeah. But still, it's kind of good a range. to know, yeah uh, an actual range of when it was. Yeah, so um, kind of
1: cool. It's Thanks, James. I appreciate that. Um, I can't wait to, uh, to give it a whirl. I'm going to mix up my own uh, diesel fuel because uh, model engine diesel fuel is not easy to find. So what's diesel fuel then?
0: So, yeah,
1: it's not a standard diesel fuel. You have to use a model specific. Well,
0: okay, that's what I meant. What kind? How are you going to mix? <laughs> I mean, like, so, I, I know uh, you said you from, can't just from, from go buy diesel yeah, stuff. From everything from
1: the... I've read, um, you, it's a one-to-one mix, one-to-one-to-one mix of kerosene, castor oil, and ether. Ether? Yeah. Yeah, ether. They use ether in the, uh, to assist in the combustion process.
0: Where do you find that?
1: Um, starting fluid. You know, just take a can of starting fluid and spray it in a bottle oh, or whatever. Seriously? Then, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's, that's what I've read um, how most folks have done it. I thought I read somewhere that somebody said that they had taken a bottle of that and froze it, like in the freezer. And I guess something about the freezing process, you know, takes away the pressure of the toluene or whatever they use for, as the propellant. You know, like, because, you know, aerosol, it's an aerosol yeah. when you But uh, yeah, and then you can just slice the can open and pour the contents out. I've read that too somewhere. I'm not sure I want to try yeah, that. Yeah, I don't but, think
0: I would... be up for trying that one.
1: I'll just go outside and spray it in a jar and try not to get my face in it.
0: That stuff evaporates pretty quick, doesn't it? Or am I thinking of something else? Well, I think it does, actually. So, yeah. Sealed container. Good luck. Don't know how that'll be. That's going to be interesting.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I'll find some ether. I'll get some ether somehow and mix up my own fuel and give it a whirl. And then hopefully, yeah, we'll make a... uh, We'll do a video of that, so you guys can see what uh, what the heck we're talking about.
0: So you can see that we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'll be honest with you,
1: I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just reading stuff on the internet and watching YouTube videos. Isn't uh, that how you learn these days, though? Honestly.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, anytime you need to know how to do something, it's straight to the internet. Yeah. Everybody is now smart. Yeah. With what they want to be smart with. Yeah. Communal knowledge. Works fine for me. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of what I've, we do. I've
1: fixed my car many times with stuff I've seen on oh, YouTube. Oh,
0: absolutely. So,
1: so that's how I'm going to mix my fuel, and uh, I can't wait to give this thing uh, give this thing a, a run. I'm going to wear earplugs because apparently these things are pretty loud. Really? Yeah. No muffler. Hmm. If you've ever I ran guess that a, makes sense. Yeah, if you've ran, ever ran one of those little Cox 049s, imagine that, only louder. So there you go.
0: Can't wait to hear it. So I guess we'll do it out of my house (laughs) then since we're in the country. Yeah, we'll definitely do this at your house.
1: Okay. Once again, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, James. I appreciate that. And I can't wait to to run it and make a video of it for you.
0: Be fun. And for us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, let's move on. All right. Um, So a couple other things. We're on Patreon. Yep. Um, If you like what we do and want to help support us, you know, become a patron. Um, We have... We have been talking back and forth for a long time, and we still have no clue. By the way, so this isn't like an announcement or anything. No, it's we've been talking. New. We've been talking about what we can do to thank our patrons, you know, because we we really appreciate the support they give us and 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 all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I I always come up blank. Like yeah. I don't I mean, know. We, we
1: let's put this in perspective. <clears throat> we don't have like thousands and thousands and thousands of of patrons.
0: Oh. Gosh, no. Uh,
1: but the ones we do have, we really, really appreciate. And like Ron saying, we're, we've we've kind of come up against a brick wall as to what we can do to to thank you and how we express that.
0: Yeah. So we've we've had some come and some go. I mean, some do it for a month. Yeah. And cancel off. Some do it for a couple of months. You know, that's cool. Whatever. And yeah. That's. I think what we'll start doing though, and tell me if you're okay with this, is every maybe every month, we'll just read a list of everybody to say thank you. Oh. Yeah, I mean, is that? Yeah, I
1: think that's fair.
0: I don't I don't know I mean, what
1: else. You're giving away our secret, though. What's our secret? Well, how many patrons we actually have. Well, why is that a secret? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't care if people know. We only have like two patrons.
0: We have nine.
1: Oh, well, see? That's Perfect. better than nothing. That's better than two. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's a great idea.
0: Okay. So let's do it, then. Well, let's do it. I right. will read the names. Okay. So thank you very much to Don... Oh, boy. Shaq. Don Shack. That's how I would pronounce that. So first off, I'm going to apologize to anybody, <laughs> anybody that we mess up your name. Don, I apologize.
1: I'm sure I probably mispronounced it, but if I did, uh,
0: let me know. There you go. Yeah, and we'll fix Call it next time. Out. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Don Shack. Don Shake. Thank you very much, <laughs> Jeff flight Team. We appreciate you. Yeah. Garrett Newhart. Thank you. Jason Varis. Thank you very much. Ron Stress, thank you. Also, Rob Alexander, greatly appreciated. Rick Maddox, you're awesome. Jeffrey Arsenault, why are you laughing at me?
1: I'm not laughing. You're it's laughing at me. I'm smiling because of all these uh, supporters of ours. Like it, it, it genuinely warms my heart that so many people have uh, have given their own cash to help make uh, help keep this thing going. That is true. It makes me really happy.
0: Well, I thought I was doing something wrong. No, so not at all. I'm not going to stop looking like the at The list then.
1: is longer than I ever expected it would be.
0: <laughs> Jeffrey Arsenault, thank you very much. And Matt Leroy, we appreciate you also. Yeah. So guys, thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks all of you guys. Um, we really, really appreciate that.
0: So here's the other thing too. So we've had multiple people yeah. reach out to us and complain about Patreon. Yeah. I like don't.
1: Patreon is the devil.
0: I know. I think and one I, of them
1: actually said that.
0: I maybe. I, I so I don't get it. Like I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, if you want to support us in other ways, PayPal.me/rcplanelab. If you want to make a donation that way, you can do that also. Yeah. Um, we
1: want to make it easy for you to give us your hard-earned cash <laughs> if that's what you want to do.
0: True. I certainly don't want Patreon
1: I, to be. A uh, a limiting factor of somebody wanting to support the channel or support the show. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Okay. If you don't like Patreon, hit us up on PayPal. If you want to, if you want to, uh, pay us. <laughs> I mean,
0: I am so bad at asking for money. Like I, I, I hate it. I know. I do. I do too. But it does make it easier for us to do what we do.
1: It does help. A lot of the content that uh, we produce is made possible by. Some of the, some of the generous donations that we've received Mm -hmm. and the ideas that we've received via our survey.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Want to hit you guys up again. That survey is still out there. If you've, if you've filled it out once and you've changed your mind about something you put on there, fill it out again. Let us know what you think. Oh yeah. Your ideas are very important to us and your ideas actually make it to the show.
0: RCplaneLab.com. Yep. Okay. Anything else? I mean, yes, we have other well, things, on, but anything on else Patreon. on that? Nope. Yeah. That, was, okay. that
1: was all I wanted. I don't want to talk about asking for money anymore
0: today. today. <laughs> <laughs> it does make me uncomfortable because I- Oh, you absolutely. Know, I can't stand it. I'm just it. not, that's not no. how I'm wired. Nope, me neither. I'm usually okay. the one like- here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you need lunch here. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Just don't talk to me again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me again. Um, okay. So. No, feel free to talk to
1: us. Reach out to us in all the available forums we have for you. Oh, to- yeah. I
0: didn't mean you guys. Okay. I yeah. swear. I, no, that wasn't you. Well. Trust. Do you trust yourself? You ready to move on to trust? I am. This is. This is exciting. To me, this is exciting. Is it exciting? It's kind of dingy. Well, Yeah. Uh, So, trust. Yeah. You want to talk about trust? Okay. Let's talk about trust. Let's do it. So I got an email, by the way. Yeah, I think everybody 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 did. did. Yeah. I wasn't saying I was special. I was just saying I (laughs) did receive an email. um, Oh, you're special. From the AMA telling me that the Academy of Model Aeronautics is now an FAA-approved test administrator for... The recreational UAS safety test. <laughs> Since the government likes acronyms, oh, they love them. Trust. And it's funny because they actually like acronyms so much, they use an acronym in their acronym. Yes. So the U in trust stands for UAV, mm-hmm. which actually means this is not the trust test, this is the true AFST test. <laughs> True Avist. True Evast. Like if
1: yeah, if you want to get technical, it's the T R U A V S T test.
0: But we shouldn't use the T for the and we really shouldn't no. use the T at the end for test. No. Because now the only way to say it is trust. You can't say the trust. You can't say the trust test. Because that's just right. I,
1: it's like the whole RPM versus RPMs thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not revolution per minutes. RPMs. Minuses. It's really R's per. Anyway, R's per. Yeah, anyway,
0: R's yeah whatever. Anyway, so yeah, it's a it's a bit of a tongue twister, weird, whatever. Like, I wonder yeah. how long it took them to figure out. This is what we're going to call it, so we can make it this snazzy, trust name. <laughs> like you deal with it all the time. I I'd,
1: feel like I feel like you're very jaded and negative
0: about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't. You should, the T for the <laughs> should not be in there. The T for test should not be at the end because now you're going to... You, uh, yeah, I now already said I why. oh I know the button. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that set me off, now we know. And <laughs> that's one of them. So we'll yes. get to the test itself in a little bit. But yeah. But I thought, since we're going to be talking about this new thing they have out with a trust. No, I'm sorry, with trust. You can't I said, say the trust. said trust. Yeah, can. I did it. Yep. Before we talk about trust, see, this just sounds like, I don't, anyway. Thanks, FAA. Yeah. Fah. <laughs> oh, Fah? Fah. Yeah. Thanks, Fah. So anyway, before we talk about that, okay. um, I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about what it takes to legally fly a an RC airplane in the United States. Yep. For recreational purposes. Yes. That's the important part. That
1: is the important part. That is a a very important (laughs) distinction.
0: (laughs) That is the important part, yes. Yeah. (laughs) You look so serious when you said that. Well, it is because, well, we're going to get to that. So all (coughs) radio-controlled airplanes under 55 pounds Mm -hmm. fly under what FAA calls the, I don't know what this means, but it's 14 CFR Part 107. Mm -hmm. What's this, you know, I mean... I've heard um, of part 107, but I don't know what the 14 CFR. Uh, okay, you don't so, either. So no, we can no, no, move no, on to. Okay. Oh, okay. So,
1: certified flight rules. Oh, okay. Uh, those are certified flight rules under the FAA code. Okay. So.
0: Well, this one is called the small UAS rule. Yep. Isn't that interesting? Why isn't that called the SAR or the SUR? <laughs> I mean, seriously. You're really upset the about SUASER. that. The SUASER, for God's Nice like that one. <laughs> Sue Asser. So if you want to fly an R-plane, an r airplane, an, airplane, an R-C airplane, right, um, for nothing but recreational purposes, yep. there is an exception built into Part 107 that allows us all to do that.
1: And it's called the Recreational Flyer Rule.
0: The or the exception s- to Part the 107.
1: The Swasser. The Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: Anyway, um... So, this, I'm going to read this right off the FAA's website. Okay. The exception for limited operation of unmanned aircraft, USC 44809, is the law that describes how, when, and where you can fly drones for recreational purposes. And, okay, go ahead. Well, you just told me to stop, no, and you told ahead. me to go.
1: No, finish that, and then I've got, because it, it says it again. Go
0: ahead. Following these rules will keep people, your drone, and our airspace safe. There are nine rules, according to the FAA, that we must follow to fly under. The recreational drone exception.
1: Okay. And here is where a lot of people, including myself, get tripped up on, on all of this, on all this code, right? Mm-hmm. Drone. Okay. <clears throat> According to the FAA, a small unmanned aerial system, SWAS. A SWAS is anything that is remotely piloted without a obviously man in it. So
0: So it's anything that's small. A model airplane, Mm -hmm.
1: a model helicopter, Mm -hmm. a drone, uh, if it's over half a pound, a free flight even airplane is a drone, according to the FAA. And I hate that. I hate that name. Well. I hate the fact that, well, I hate the fact because it, it generates or it allows confusion. Because I know when all this first started out, when the FAA first really kind of started getting involved and, and you know, sticking their nose in it, <laughs> um, they called everything drones. And the assumption, at least by me, was, oh, well, they're talking about drones. They're not talking about model airplanes, you know, recreational flyers like me or whatever. But they are. They absolutely are talking about all of us.
0: See, I came across it a little bit differently because... I always, like, okay, so I did assume, well, I didn't, I shouldn't say that. I did associate drones with quadcopters. Yeah. But I have always called them quadcopters. Yeah. So whenever I went out to fly my quadcopter, mm-hmm. that's what I would call it. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm going to fly my drone. Mm-hmm. That just wasn't in my lexicon. Right. So I think it's probably been easier for me to kind of realize that they're talking yeah. about everything and anything. Yeah. You know, no, I get that. Not just quadcopters. Yeah. So, but for
1: us old farts out there that have been flying forever, not forever, but for a long time,
0: you were there when the Wright brothers did it. Drones,
1: right? you know, they. I mean, that it's just, it, it was like, <clears throat> it's like a separate segment of of the hobby. There were drones. Well, and yeah. then there were model airplanes. You know and what see, I'm saying?
0: You worked in the hobby more than I did. Like True. you actually worked at a hobby shop and all I that did. kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think you dealt more with that side of things to where you got the terminology um, I don't want to say right or wrong, yeah. but just differently than I would have picked yeah. it up.
1: I didn't mean to get off on a tangent. But anyway, no, that's okay. I, I dislike the fact that they I mean I understand they had to they had to call everything something so it could be uniform throughout the regulation. I get that, but man, anyway. Small.
0: I'm over it. Unmanned swasses. Aerial vehicles. Swaves. Swaves. Where did I get the S? I don't know. Systems. Oh, maybe. I don't even know. Okay, so... Oh, no, the small UAS rule. What is that? SWAS. What's the UAS? Is that... Unmanned Aerial system. system. Okay. Yeah. So not unmanned aerial vehicles or unmanned whatever. Actually, that would... Anyway, it worked. Yeah. Okay, so rule one. Rule one is fly only for recreational purposes, which means you can fly only to have fun. hmm This is the one that's going to trip a lot of people up
1: potentially yes
0: what do you consider flying just to have fun right as long as you're yeah not getting compensated somehow well that's where it gets mm-hmm. tricky it so does. whether or not you're getting paid for a flight isn't necessarily what makes you eligible to fly under the recreational flyer exemption so what does that mean mm-hmm. once again this is straight off the faa's website oh boy Non-recreational purposes include things like taking photos to help sell a property or service, roof inspections, or taking pictures of a high school football game for the school's website. That one got me.
1: Like, honestly, that one, you can't do that. Non-recreational purposes. So this means purposes other than recreational, Mm -hmm. which means part 107, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not the recreational exception. Mm -hmm. So if you're... Taking photos to help sell a property. I understand. I that. get that. Sure. Uh, roof inspections. You're okay. making money off yep. of it, P- so potentially sure. somebody's probably going to make inspection er, money off of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures of a high school football game for the high school's website.
0: That's that what? straight off the side. Well, no, so I got it. I mean, it. That's, I mean but, that's no. I I, I, get I have it. a
1: little issue with that too. I mean, you're not getting compensated. Maybe is it is it recognition? Is that it? I have no oh, idea. Oh, thank you to, you know, Ron Hole for these great photos. Don't say that. <laughs> Ron did not take any photos thank during you. the recording of this episode. I didn't. Um, but anyway, but you know what I'm saying? It, could, it be, could it be the recognition like, hey, I'm trying to establish a business. Here's some free photos. M- maybe that's the, the line of thinking. I don't See, really I don't get understand
0: that. because, like, the way I look at it is, and maybe it should be, depend on who does it, but, like, if you have a drone club at your school, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and you have a school newspaper, yeah, why couldn't you?
1: Yeah, marry the two. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, I don't our know. drone guys are going out. You know, as part of class to fly, yeah. and mm. they're going to take pictures of this and put it on the website. Yeah, you know, thanks yeah. to our drone club. Yeah, I don't quite. I don't either. But anyway, so continuing on, directly off, goodwill or other non-monetary value can also be considered indirect compensation. This would include things like volunteering to use your drone to survey coastlines on behalf of a non-profit organization. Recreational flight is simply flying for fun or personal enjoyment. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure how you would... Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, I get the point they're trying to make, like recreational flight is i'm just going to fly around and not do anything with it well
1: yeah they they had to they had to define it somehow yeah and you know these these are clearly you know lawyers probably uh, coming up with a lot of this trying to come up with every conceivable way (laughs) that you could potentially you know Blur the line between recreational and non-recreational. So I, I understand the the detail that that, but some of these are just silly.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's 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 rule number one.
1: That's one. Fly only for recreation.
0: Rule number two. This this one makes me smile. Follow the safety guidelines of an FAA recognized community based organization or CBO. Okay, this is directly off of the FAA's website. Note, we have not yet begun officially recognizing (laughs) CBOs. (laughs) Recreational flyers are directed to follow the safety guidelines of existing aeromodeling organizations or use the FAA-provided safety guidelines. Mm -hmm. So really, as long as we follow the guidelines set out by the AMA, we should be fine, even though there is no official (laughs) recognition of the rules by the FAA. It's coming.
1: Is it though when? Like I, think, I mean I, I mean I I think they have to. I mean that I think they they have to federally recognize the AMA as a
0: community based organization. They have to because let's define have to. I mean they should. Well and I'm sure they will. But yeah. I don't think there's anything that makes oh, they them don't have, have to. to do Yeah, anything. the
1: government doesn't have to do anything, but um I mean it just makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's just funny that they say The AMA follow. has
1: had a safety code, which the FAA has pretty much modeled their have safety code off of, off yeah. of mm-hmm. for 40-plus years. Yeah. You know? And, and in they my have opinion, a, the AMA has done a really good job of, you know, of uh, <laughs> that face.
0: I'm sorry. It's gross water.
1: Has done a, a really good job of, of education and, and giving back to the community via, you know, school grants and things like I mean, so- it just makes sense to me for the yeah. FA to recognize the AMA as the community-based organization that you could model yourself off of.
0: But I would just think that before you made it a rule that you had to yeah. follow something, hey, let's pick one. Let's let's do it first <laughs> instead of saying, "Hey, you have to follow this." By the way, we don't know what this is. Right. I mean, yep. That's, that's the part the that kind of makes me <laughs> makes me chuckle a little bit. Yeah, that's the government for you. Rule number three. Number three. Number three is keep your drone within the visual line of sight or use a visual observer who is co-located, which means physically next physically to you. Physically next to you. It has to be right there, like holding yep. hands. Uh, and in It direct. doesn't say holding hands. Oh, I just assume. <laughs> well, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing it wrong? <laughs> we must be doing something wrong. Huh. Wonder why we crash so much. Anyway. Yeah. Uh and in direct communication. Oh, I'm gonna start that one over because we got off. Keep your Sorry. drone within the visual line of sight or use a visual observer who is co-located physically next to, but not holding hands, and in direct communication with you.
1: Talking in your ear.
0: Yeah. Whispering, Whispering sweet, sweet nothing. <laughs>
1: You're flying beautifully. It's weird that we both went there at the I same know. time. <laughs>
0: So, we, it's because we hold hands yeah. when we fly.
1: So they're, they're, they're addressing FPV here.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what they're going yeah. after. Yeah. Um, so they are now giving you the ability to fly FPV because technically, if I remember right, beforehand, there was no official recognition that it was okay. I think
1: you're right. Yeah, I don't re- recall reading that in the first round of this.
0: Because it was supposed yeah. to be always line of sight. Line of sight, sight. yeah. Yeah. So now you can have your buddy next to so you. Now you can do
1: FPV as long as your drone... Is in the visual line of sight of your observer who is co located uh, physically next to, but not holding hands uh, next to you.
0: And I guess that's just so they can say, hey, you almost hit that person. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't I don't I don't hey, get it. But you
1: almost ran into that airplane. Maybe a job for missing it. Yeah, maybe
0: yeah. it's if if you lose signal or something on the on the goggles, they can you know, when you pull oh, the goggles off, they can say, in, Hey, I you're guess. right over here. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so you're not searching the yeah. sky. I
1: mean maybe. it's not a bad idea to have someone spotting for you anyway if you're doing FPV probably.
0: Well, we I mean, like really we spot for each other when there's more than two or three people out flying <laughs> yeah. at once anyway at the field. Yes, we do. It's just nice to have have extra eyes and ears out for, Oh, Hey, somebody's taking off. Yep. Somebody's landing, stay out of the way, you know, just to keep the communications open. Yep. So rule number four, take it.
1: Oh, uh, give way to, and do not interfere with manned aircraft. To me, that sort of seems like common sense.
0: (laughs) It should be (laughs) common sense. (laughs) I mean, but yeah, give way mm to yield to manned aircraft, Please. They always have the right of way. Yeah. Because I mean, guess what? If you collide, it's just actual people on board. Well, there's that, yeah. That's how yeah. I look at it. Like yeah. 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 Anyway. So a little off topic and this this kind of upset me last night. So last night was uh Fourth of July. hmm We went Happy Fourth of July, everybody. My gosh, that was loud. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Anyway, that was much better. So we went up to our our local town's Fourth uh, of July fireworks, and keep in mind they started at nine o'clock, which is that's kind of late. All, but I mean, it's it does to dark. Get dark. I yeah, mean, around here, till if 9 it's o'clock. not dark, it's kind of boring. But anyway, so it started at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and it was almost dark. I mean, like it was, it was still kind of light out. You could see a glow in the sky. Okay, there was a guy flying a powered parachute.
1: I'm sorry, I don't mean
0: to laugh. Laugh at the the ridiculousness of it. Okay, like he
1: like was powered not. Powered parachutes make me laugh for some reason. Why? I don't know. They just. Oh, I want like, one. Like I, I want so like, one so like, bad. I think that would be so head, fun. Like you say, powered parachute, but in my head, I hear flying lawn chair.
0: Well, even so, that would be cool, right? <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. So anyway, so anyway, this guy is out flying by the fireworks like not far away from the fireworks. Like you could hear him, plain as day. It sounded like he was close. Plain as day. You could, uh, he was close. (laughs) Sorry. And it was just like, first off, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to fly those after dusk. Like I think there's a rule that, because there's no lights on it. There's nothing like that. So you cannot be flying anything at night. And this was night and he was just, he kept coming closer and then we would go around and then kept coming closer I mean, like you could actually see the guy on it. He was
1: so close. Did they hold up the fireworks for this guy? No, no. So they went ahead. And
0: they just <laughs> kept going. Perfect. But I mean, how mm. at irresponsible some point they were actually aiming at him. It could have been. How, yeah. how irresponsible can you be? Though? That's pretty, that's pretty, well, I
1: mean, that's pretty reckless. Honestly. It is. Um, I mean, can you imagine the view he
0: must have had though?
1: Well, I, I'd, I'd like
0: to see the video. Right. But
1: still. Like, still, yeah. You
0: should not be doing that. Yeah.
1: Very dangerous. If you fly a flying lawn chair, please don't fly <laughs> it near fireworks.
0: So are you going to make fun of me when I get one then? Yep. Oh. Yep. Are you going to try it? Uh, no. Really?
1: Yeah, I just, uh, they don't know. I, I mean, Okay. Dangling from a parachute with an engine strapped to my back. I like engines, right? Yeah. And that scares me a little
0: bit. Well, it's a parachute. Well, number five. With a backup parachute. <laughs> right. So you just fall
1: gracefully. Fly at or below 400 feet in controlled airspace, which is class B, C, D, and E, and only with prior authorization by using the LANK or drone zone. Uh, so we'll get to LANK and drone zone here in a bit. Um, that's another acronym.
0: No, I get it. That's just dingy. So
1: I'll touch on class B, C, D and E airspace here real quick.
0: Is there a class A? Uh,
1: There is actually. Uh, so I don't have them memorized, but there's a handy little cheat sheet on the drone zone, the FAA's drone zone website that uh, shows you all the different types of airspace. But basically it's all controlled airspace. Well, not all of it. There's a a ginormous amount of airspace that is uncontrolled in the United States. But pretty much anything, obviously, that's not uncontrolled is under some sort of a control. So when they say fly at or below 400 feet in controlled airspace, they may as well be saying fly at or below 400 feet, period. May as well be saying it.
0: That is number six, by the way. I don't know if you've read through here. Number six. Oh, there it is. Number six is fly at or below 400 feet in class G or uncontrolled airspace. Pretty much all they're saying is between which these rules are dingy to have two different ones. Yeah. Five and six is just saying, hey, do this everywhere. But if you're in controlled airspace, which is yeah. B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P whatever, <laughs> if you're in those, yeah. you have to have prior authorization, right? To yeah. do anything.
1: To do anything, yeah. Like, which is actually really super easy to do. Yes, there's, there's a... even even for an old fart like me, I, I had no trouble at all uh, pre coordinating our flights today. Oh, you did that? Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Just to go through the Just motions to, to see how it was. Yeah, it was okay. super easy. Yeah. I didn't because we're right. in class G airspace.
1: I know. But I mean I, I went through the motions and like I said, it was super easy to do.
0: So what'd you use?
1: Drone Zone. I went to drone oh, zone you? and did the yeah, I did the whole it linked you to the like it was super easy. It looked it took five
0: minutes. And what so walk us through I did through. it while I was charging batteries actually. Walk us through the steps because I've not done that yet for So
1: yeah, I went to the drone zone website and then there's a, a link to Lank and uh you click on that and then Uh, If I remember correctly, there's a map and you just basically pick your point on the map and then it tells you whether you need, you know, what sort of authorization you need. And, of course, I didn't need really an authorization for where we were flying except the fact that we're close to Holmes Airport, which is technically controlled airspace. So it did...
0: We're out of Holmes Airport. I mean, that's... Yeah. So it's not close to it. You're in it. Well, but I mean...
1: Yeah, we're we're close to the helipad where they do this stuff. That's, but yes, we are at that location. Um, so, uh, it I clicked on that link on the map and it told me everything I need to do. And I just put in uh, recreational flying at club field or something like that and hit submit. There's a little submit button, and then like instantly, it came back approved. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. And, and then some, I was covered. There's and nobody it, oh, watching. Oh, that. And you, it tells you um, probably not. No. Uh, you can pick a time or a time slot. I think it was. I can't remember now. It was like I was doing it while I was charging batteries, and I was about half paying attention. But um, yeah, it was really easy. Hmm, good. I mean, it guides you through every step. Yeah. And there's like two steps, so
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> really both easy. Both steps. Yeah. And that's honestly that's something I probably will never have to worry <clears> about <throat> doing because of where I fly. Right. So we don't fly yeah. in controlled airspace. Yeah, we
1: don't have to pre-coordinate because we are. Well, that's another subject. We probably will be eventually an established, what was it called, FRIA, F-R-I-A, mm-hmm. I think it was. Um, yeah, of course, it's so something
0: that stands for something.
1: Right. So you won't have to pre-coordinate it if that's where you're flying. But Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad like to Like if we
1: were going to go like behind, if we're going to go in some church parking lot that's like not a FRIA, then you would have to do this. And it, like I said, it's so easy.
0: Yeah, I would not fly out of a church parking lot, but that's just me anyway <laughs> not pointing fingers nope um, so yeah and that's like you said pretty simple I've not done that before um, but so for for the rule number six about the uncontrolled airspace mm-hmm. it also says flying drones in certain airspace is not allowed yeah. classes of airspace and flying restrictions can be found on our before you fly app mm-hmm. or the uh, UAS facility maps webpage. And you can
1: that you can also link all that stuff from the drones own website. Yeah,
0: so that before you fly, which okay, do I? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> before is B E F O R E, right? I mean, U is you is Y O U, but the the app is the letter B. That's a loud drink. The app is the letter B. Mm-hmm. The number four. The letter U, and it's then F L Y. It's clever. Come on. No, it's not. Before you fly. But when I'm, like, for some reason when I look at it, I see blue fly. I don't understand why. That's just how my brain works. But anyway, so the the before you fly. You see blue fly? Yeah, when I just glance at it really quick on here. Huh. Maybe I'm. Okay. I don't know. I need I need new glasses. I know that well, for we, sure. Yeah, we had that conversation earlier. But anyway, so the before you fly app, I I did go through that on the on the not through the app. I haven't downloaded it, but through the uh, computer webpage, mm-hmm. just the website they have. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Like I got lost just clicking around and seeing like everything that was around where controlled airspace was, mm-hmm. why you couldn't fly there. Yeah, um, something that surprised me: there is not a no fly zone set up around the the capital like the state capital here mm-hmm. but there is around lincoln's home really yeah there's a big red circle over there. well it they it don't says, want
1: people making money off of uh, the abe lincoln home well, with their drones
0: i guess not but you'd think like the state capital you would think would have that also yeah. but no there's nothing on right. there anyway um let's move on ah, number seven here we are <laughs> take trust the the recreational uas safety test and carry proof of test passage so uh, we both took I'm this rolling
1: my eyes i'm sorry
0: we both took this we did um i'm going to be honest when i took it i didn't know i was actually taking a test like i thought it was like the pre study guide thing <laughs> like you know how normally they go mm-hmm. over it and then at the end there's questions on yeah. you know here's the test we're starting now yeah so i didn't read everything before i took the test. Like I didn't read about it. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just, the first time I went to do it, I was watching TV, checked my email, ended up going through, you know, I saw the email come through on it and stuff. And I was just clicking through links and just halfway paying attention to it. And so it's asking these questions and I'm answering the questions. And then it gets to the next thing where it starts a whole bunch of text. And then I just ignored that and went through and (laughs) Mm -hmm. got to the question. Well, I got almost to the end and then the, the next time, like the next time I tried to go to a web page, like the next time I, when I, when I click next is what yeah. I'm trying to say. You threw me off because you were looking at your watch like we're taking too long. Oh,
1: no. I was just seeing what time it
0: was. Okay. But anyway, so when I clicked to go to the next page, it aired out. <laughs> and so I, I lost everything. I was like, well, <laughs> shit, whatever. And I just, <laughs> did you just, oh my goodness. I know well. the
1: feeling because <laughs> the same thing happened to me more than once. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, it only I happened actually,
1: go ahead. No, I, I
0: was going to say it only happened to me once. No, so.
1: I, it was like three times it timed out on me.
0: That's annoying then. I thought Cause maybe it was
1: just because it was frustrating.
0: I thought maybe it was just because I was on my phone. No. Okay. Well, so I, I got on our desktop computer and I, I redid it the next mm-hmm. day and stuff. And then I knew what was going on. Concentrated. Well, I wouldn't even say that because it's well, so simple. It is simple. Took it, it was easy. Yeah. Printed out my little thing. You know, I got it printed and got it laminated now. So it's oh, official. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's you so really nice. You really went all out. Well, you know, I don't want to have to take the test again if I lose it. Well, yeah. So let's talk about this test. Okay. Simple questions that you cannot, I repeat, you cannot fail. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost pointless. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm glad we talked about that then. So, thank you. I <laughs> good conversation. You're right.
1: You can't. It. I don't. I can't imagine a scenario where you would fail this test.
0: No, no, no. When I say you can't fail it, <laughs> I mean I didn't actually try to fail it. No, no. no. What I'm saying is, when I say you can't fail it, I'm saying they don't let you fail it. Huh? You fit you. I'm not saying you are not smart enough to pass the test. No, I get that. I'm saying nobody can actually fail it. So if you take it and you choose the wrong answer, they tell you the right answer. Oh, and then move on. And then I think you have to okay. you might have to choose that right answer when it comes back up.
1: So, typical of government organizations, you know, they they their focus is getting the information out there. They don't care whether you retain it or not. They're 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 satisfying a requirement. In a regulation somewhere to yeah. get the information out there and then test people on it and show that they're tracking, you know, whatever.
0: So if something so happens, in,
1: yeah. So I've been in, you know, government service for a long time and this is this is nothing new. Like lots of the computer based testing that I have to do at work, same thing. You 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 can't you can't not pass it. Because like you said, you you can choose the wrong answer, but then it'll it'll correct your answer for you and tell you what the correct answer is. And then there's a next button you click next and it takes you to the next part of the training. That that's nothing like that's government.
0: Well it was nervous when I started. (laughs) Like when I knew it was like a test. Oh yeah, it's a test. Oh, I I can't fail this. No, you really no, I really can't fail fail it as it turns out. So
1: so don't, don't worry sweat about it. Yeah, don't yeah. worry
0: about taking the test. If you I mean, take
1: the test. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to take but the test. But you can't you can't uh, fail it. No. And it's really I mean, even if you've only been casually paying attention to the FAA stuff and AMA's involvement and and you know, you get your AMA magazine and you maybe just skim through the the FAA stuff, even if you've only just barely touched the subject, You're not gonna have any problems with the test. No. It's all the the questions are very, very basic.
0: Yeah, basic knowledge, you'll be good.
1: And probably you already know the answers to it. If you've like I said, if you've even just been a casual observer to the to the FAA stuff, you'll you'll do just fine. Yeah. It's easy. So don't sweat it. We are now. We've passed. Yeah, we've passed. I didn't go through the trouble of laminating mine, though. I should have done that. Well, it's still not too late. I would hope you have it. Well, I didn't print it. I mean, I just saved it to my to my uh, home screen, and then I sent myself a PDF on my phone.
0: Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I printed mine. Nice. Probably shouldn't have, but whatever.
1: Well, I like that. You know me. I like tangible. I like I the I know, paper. which is
0: weird, because I'm usually the guy yeah, that yeah. just, I want digital. I don't want to deal with it yeah. physically.
1: Yeah, that is weird. It's mm-hmm. like we... Switched roles or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I didn't want another
1: thing in my wallet. Well, to make it thicker. For I just cleaned out my wallet. Backward. Ah. So, so now I have room. So I've got to Does fill it, it put back more up. more crap in
0: it. <laughs> okay. All um. Right. Moving on. Yes. The test. The no, was, that was the test. No, that was the test. That was yes. the test. Trust. Wow. Not mm-hmm. the test, but trust. That was trust. That was the trust test. So I'm gonna take from <laughs> now on just to pee <laughs> people off. Won't it? Won't bother me. Oh well, it will me. So maybe I shouldn't. Okay, number eight, rule number eight. Have a current registration, comma, mark, when? Yeah, that's how oh, it's burning. Sorry, I read that wrong. Have a current registration. Mark your drones on the outside with a registration number and carry proof of registration Registration with you. Mm-hmm. I will admit I don't carry proof of registration with me either. Yet.
1: I don't either. Um And I have not sent myself a PDF of the printout of the page where I've registered all of my airplanes.
0: Yeah. But, I, you know, like, honestly, I figured for that, I can get to that anytime I want just by signing into the site on my phone. So I have have access to it.
1: That's kind of how I figure that as well. Um, But, I mean, really? I have to register every single airplane I
0: fly. No. You don't.
1: On the recreational flyer rule... Well, then why do they allow you to?
0: Well, because if you're flying for Part 107, yes. you have to register each one. Yes. Right. Yes. If you're flying under the recreational, recreational rule, yep. you get one FAA number. One FAA number, yes. Mm-hmm. But and that can, goes on every single airplane you have. Yeah,
1: but you can also, under the recreational flyer umbrella, mm-hmm. you can also register each one of your drones. I'm um, air quotes here, drones. Try it. You, you, it will let you list 500 of them. Oh, I'm sure it'll let to.
0: you because then it's five bucks a piece.
1: No, no charge. You just put them in there one at a time. I did it. Didn't charge me anything. It's And it's under my recreational flyer
0: umbrella. Well, then why'd you do it? Just to... If you don't, I don't I mean just
1: because. It looked fun to, to put all my airplanes on on the one screen there. It was like, kind of like a... Test like could I name every airplane I owned?
0: Oh, absolutely not. But yeah, not.
1: it it uh, it will allow you to register every single one of yours under the recreational flyer umbrella. Which maybe it was a glitch in the system. I don't know, but yeah, it will.
0: I was talking to somebody at the at the field the other day when I was there, and they and they asked, "What kind of airplanes do you have?" My mind just went blank. <laughs> I was like, I I, I am. <laughs> I've got a few at home. I don't know what they are. I mean. <laughs> Well, they, if they you fly. said down and thought
1: about it, you would you would be able to name them.
0: But then I feel like an idiot. Just, sitting there. well, hold on. Let me get back to you. Hold on. Um, give me a minute. <laughs> give me a minute I mean, to
1: think about and sort in my brain <laughs> the number, sheer number of the ones. Yeah.
0: There's not that many. I just can't uh, pick out any of them. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not that smart. Well, and did, I'm not that smart when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, and,
1: you know, when somebody says, how many airplanes do you have? Okay. Do I count the ones that are flyable? Or do I count the ones that are in various states of disrepair in my basement? <laughs> that's <laughs> so a that's vastly a whole, different number. It's a whole other subject. Do I know.
0: count other people's that are I am supposed to be finishing here before I start on another project? <laughs> Thanks. No, you are yep. welcome. I am glad you had picked up coming. on that. All
1: right. Rule nine.
0: We're last, on rule nine. Last rule. Do not. Do not
1: operate your drone in a dangerous manner. I am going to stop right there. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a bit subjective, don't you think? It is. Some people would consider 3D dangerous maneuvers or dangerous manner. Really? Who? Some. Well, some people might. Like, I mean, you know, you're hovering, <laughs> hovering an airplane, you know, right over the runway, which you're not supposed to do, uh, and, you know, doing the flips and the waterfalls and the blenders and whatever all these 3D terms are called. And, you know, if you're not like in the hobby and not familiar with that same, that sort of thing, the plane would look somewhat out of control, would it not?
0: But that doesn't mean it's dangerous. It does it? it did you say it does it? I, it did, does it? Oh, d- no. I mean, what? I don't even know what I was <laughs> asking or answering anymore. Could I, that I, be
1: considered I, a dangerous manner? I think so.
0: No. I don't necessarily think so, and here's Just, why. Okay. What's the danger to spectators? If you're far enough away, well, then it's not dangerous. Right. And you're not supposed to do it, you know, you're not supposed to fly over crowds, you're not supposed to do any of that stuff. Yeah. So what I mean, I guess I'm just I'm confused.
1: So I've been a I've been at the field before and watching guys do 3D, which great you know i'm i wish i could i wish i could as well i'm not a 3d pilot and <clears throat> the skill it takes to do that Which, is wonderful
0: you almost crashed your airplane today by the way that reminds me when you said well, 3d did, because yeah. you ran out of elevator flying upside down i did anyway so anyway
1: um yeah we can talk about that if you want make fun of me uh well you didn't the, so yeah the 3d i mean i know when i've been to fly-ins when they've had semi-professional or professional guys come into our flying and do their 3 d shows. It's impressive.
0: Oh, absolutely. But
1: at times, I mean, it looks like the thing is out of control. And even if they're doing it out over the cornfield, you know, at certain times the airplane is pointing at the crowd before it does some weird, violent, you know, elevator flip, whatever. And it looks, and it, it could be, especially to somebody who's not familiar with the, with, with the, um, uh, Style of flying could probably be somewhat, I don't want to say scared, but like, oh, this thing's coming. Oh, okay. Now it's going away from me again. Oh, it's coming out. Oh, it's going away. It could be considered dangerous because if, if that airplane goes out of control or loses signal or whatever, when it's pointing, you know, I mean, if it goes out of control, it's going right at the crowd. I mean, I don't know.
0: I, I feel like That's-
1: this. this is... Could be worded differently.
0: Oh, it could be worded much better. Yeah. I agree with that. That's really what I'm getting at. But I guess just because it scares somebody doesn't mean it's dangerous. That's true. Just because you're They're
1: not mutually exclusive exclusive. Right. Yeah. No,
0: you're right. I
1: just I guess what I'm getting at is this rule nine, I feel like could be reworded
0: better. But have you read the examples on there yet. Well, yeah. Because they don't really help too much. Because it's simple stuff that we should all know. Right. So. For example. You want to take it?
1: Sure. How about it? Uh, Number one, do not interfere with emergency response or law enforcement activities. Well, duh.
0: But here's my thing too. (laughs) What do you consider interfering? Like that's the other problem I have. Like they almost need to have, okay, so we had a plane crash not too far from here, within the last year, one of the guys I know is is uh, on the fire department. He said there was a couple drones. Actually, maybe it was just one. Doesn't matter. There was a drone out flying way too close to them to where it was actually getting in their way when they were trying to really put the fire out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's just irresponsible. Well, that is. Anyway. But what makes it okay if you're a hundred feet away? Yeah. If you're only 50 feet, like what, what considers interference, I guess, is what once again kind of leaves it up to interpretation. Yeah. And I don't like that. So there's, there should be some sort of exclusion zone, I think. Yeah,
1: I think you're right. Yeah, like a, like a bubble.
0: And I, I don't know if I made this up or if I was dreaming, but I thought I read something or heard something about, Somebody had come up with some sort of like jammer or something like that that will like take drones down out of the air. Oh, really? Once again, That's I could awesome. be completely wrong on that, or maybe that was something where I they want wanted one of those. to. <laughs> I would have no problem with that if it was flying over, mm-hmm. you know, like something along those lines. Like, yeah. take it down. Yeah. Spray it with your water hose. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Yeah. No, I and agree. then turn that person into the FAA. Right. Because I think that is. Yeah. Well, and it's disrespectful. Well, it is. Yeah. People died on that. So yeah, yeah you're it's right.
1: Disrespectful. I think. Okay. Number two here under the, do not operate your drone in a dangerous manner. Uh, the second example is do not fly under the influence of drugs or alcohol.
0: I mean, I get that. Yeah.
1: I'd probably go along with that. I mean, I'll be honest many years ago, uh, when, you know, we were a little more relaxed, uh, you know, society occasionally, you know, there would be adult beverages at the field in a cooler that you would, you know, at the end of the day's flying, maybe have one with the, your fellow flyers and talk about the day's activities. But as long as you weren't flying while, you know, you were doing that, you know, no one ever had any trouble. So continue that. Yeah. Just don't fly while you're uh, under the influence.
0: What's, like, what are they considered under the influence, though? I would imagine 0.08. They're yeah, probably going to apply what, the what same. Which is what was here. So yeah. it's not saying no drinking. Right. It's, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like they're, they're probably just going to be using the same thing as cars. Kind I of, would imagine, know, Yep. If you're under that, you're okay, which I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's
1: the two examples they give, and you're right. That, that doesn't do much to clear up. Uh, but like I said, you know, I, I feel like that rule nine – could be reworded. I don't like the way it's written. Well, but I think there's a lot of this that me. needs some. Well, and it's still early. Needs some polishing. I mean, this is still you know we're still sort of just kind of trying to feel things out. You know, the FAA trying to get in there and.
0: Early, yes, but these are rules we have to follow. Yes. So before you make it a rule, you have to follow. Let's let's polish it a little bit and let's get that. Yeah. You know, hammered out.
1: Yep. So if you would like more information on that you can read the advisory circular 91-57B and you can find that about anywhere. You could also Google search it and it'll pop right up under the FAA stuff. And there's a lot of actually a lot of good information in there, especially regarding airspace and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, it's very interesting. Like yeah. I, I learned a little bit of stuff on that before you fly app, which is named terribly, but anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's you have this thing about acronyms. Uh, oh. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's fun just kind of play around on it and just see what's what's around and yeah, kind of get more of an idea I guess yeah. on the airspace that's around. But for us. all
1: the for all the complaints I have, I mean, it's still it could be so much worse. Oh yeah, you know, and no, that, I, they still haven't really addressed the remote ID mm-hmm. really yet. Um, but that I, I really don't think that's going to be as big a deal as as you know initially. It was. so. Yeah,
0: I don't either. I still feel pretty good. I, I
1: still feel like we're in a pretty good place. And for the most part, where we fly, we're going to continue yeah, to fly. there won't be
0: any differences. I yeah. don't expect anything so, to change. Yep. But. Right on. Anything else? Anything no, else you I want to talk about? Or I we, think we've we bored done?
1: our listeners with uh, FAA talk for enough this episode.
0: Well, like I said, though, I thought it was interesting where we're at now. Yeah. With the rules and regulations, so.
1: Hey, and you guys out there listening, take the test, or I'm sorry, take trust, right?
0: Yeah, take take trust. Take not don't the take trust, the trust, or and don't, don't take, take the, the trust, trust test. test. No, you can't just do that go either.
1: take trust, and let us you know give us your feedback. Uh, see what uh, I'd love to hear what you guys thought of it. I thought it was super easy, but like Ron, I was not exactly sure that I was actually taking trust when I was taking trust. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just sounds so weird. Thank you, I appreciate that. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, I, that's all. Oh, well, well, I was going to say one though, one more thing. So, you know, the AMA does the test. Um, there's also there's a list of I don't remember if it was ten or eleven other sites. Oh, the administrators can take, that can you yeah, that you the can the actually give trust. or take the test on, take trust, trust. on whatever. <laughs> So I did go through a couple other ones. Oh, you did just to kind of. Is see. it the same? No. Oh, it's different. The the stuff is presented differently, and really? the ones I don't remember the other two I went. One was the uh, the Boy Scouts I know of America or something like that was one of the links I clicked okay. on and I went through. And there were there was one other I looked at. The AMA one I think is between those three that I saw the easiest one to do. Really, it's like laid out the best. Oh, and here's
1: here's a, a little tidbit. Mm. Uh, there was some concern initially when when the FAA first announced that they were going to do a test of some kind. Yeah, that there would be, you know, they would charge the people; these places would charge you for it or whatever. It's free. Yeah, like uh, the t- trust doesn't cost you anything.
0: <laughs> trust does not cost yeah. a thing. Like
1: you don't even have to. I think even if you want to take trust. On the AMA website, I don't even think you have to be an AMA member because I don't recall having to log in to take the test. No,
0: I didn't have to. And it's funny because, I mean, it's so laid back. Yeah. You don't don't enter any information. Nope. Like they don't get a name. They don't get any of that stuff. They do get a name at the end. Well, hold on. Sorry. They don't get a name. (laughs) They don't get any of your information until the end after you pass it. Right. And then all you do is put your name on there. Yeah. And then it gives
1: yeah. you the little. And you don't even have to put your name if you don't well, want to. No, you John can put Doe. Someone else's name. Yeah. I'm
0: not well, saying
1: I, you should take the test well, for someone else. Well, why would you? If they're uh, nervous or whatever. I'm just saying you put a name in at you, the end of the or test.
0: Or let. Yeah, no, anyway. Well, wow. I'm just saying. I can't believe you just said that. What?
1: You just. I'm just saying at the end of the test, you put a name in. You put your name in. Well play by the you, rules. You can put your name in. Play by the rules. It doesn't say you can't put someone else's name in there. All right, I'm done. Maybe Is no there... one else has it. Maybe maybe someone needs to take uh, trust and maybe they don't own a computer. Maybe they're not online. Maybe they're not, you know, plugged in, but they need to take trust so they have their buddy log in and then their buddy types in their name for them. That's what I was talking about. What did you
0: think I was talking about? Why wouldn't they just sit at the computer and do it themselves then well, they at their could. buddy's house? Maybe they,
1: maybe they don't have fingers and they can't type or something. Oh, you know.
0: are. Okay, I'm done. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's all I got. Okay, good. All right. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. Good night. Good night. Really?
1: hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.